Welcome back to the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. This is episode 59, and I'm Bruce. And joining me, as always, is Nolan. Hiya, Nolan. Hey, pal. How's it going? You ready for uh, some DMB in person this week? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Last show of the year, probably, maybe, I guess, for... uh, for me slash us potentially as a podcast is it but we will be i don't know i don't know we'll have to see we'll have to see mm. we'll have to see um but yeah we will be as a podcast in person at the friday night show in raleigh nolan's hometown we will be there mm-hmm. and you better be there or be square uh we cannot wait but before we get into that nolan we have six dmb shows and a Dave and Tim show to get to that we've uh, missed over the past two weeks. They've been extremely busy, Dave especially, um, and you could throw Tim in there too. But um, yeah, they've been very, very busy, Nolan. So we need to waste no time. It's we got to jump into it. What do you say, Spac? Let's get it. Oh man, just um, just a couple weeks ago. I mean, it's eleven days from our recording right now. Ago, they were on the stage back in night one. It feels like forever ago, Sheesh. and um, I know. And it's um, it was a Friday night concert sh- series, obviously. So a lot of you may have already heard this full show, um, but we're gonna have some reactions from a couple of uh, friends of the podcast, and actually, we're gonna start. A review of SPAC Night One with a message from one of our friends of the podcast, Sean. Shout out to Sean, my man. Shook on Ants. D- uh, Dave Shook Me, if you uh, know that name. And he's going to kind of intro us here. And I'm going to read it out and just kind of get you guys in the mood here. Actually, Nolan, before we even read that, we forgot one thing. Yes, we did. We've got to toast. We've got to say hello. What do you have there? What are you drinking, my man? I have a nice Modern Times West Coast IPA Dungeon Map. Ooh, very smooth. That's solid. West Coast IPA. Mine's going to be actually a milkshake IPA. I don't normally drink these, so we'll see what happens here. I do, so let me know. Um, It's called... I'll give you a review right here on the pod. It's called Blueberry Whirl. It's part of their Shake Shop series. The brewery is Southern Tier Brewing out of New York, um, and they also have a brewery down in Charlotte, so shout out our home state. But um, yeah, we're about to find out about this thing, and Nolan, cheers. Sean, cheers. Let's take a sip. And cheers to SPAC. SPAC night one, here we go. From the lots, Mr. Sean says, having no expectations, the 41 opener was magical. It being the band's 41st full show at the venue. Now, remember, some of you may argue this, but there is multiple Dave and Tim shows, and I think there's a Farm Aid. This was the 41st DMB show at SPAC. Once those first notes hit, everything came flooding back. Every note, every lyric was right in my memory bank where I left it. Listening to and singing along with the crowd was the same as it has always been. It always had been. Nolan, Sean had spent a few years away from seeing live shows, obviously, and this was his first one back. So all of the memories come back right there as the notes hit to 41. How about that? 41 opener, 41st show at SPAC. Good for Sean and good for the band acknowledging that at one of their favorite venues. Uh, I mean, this is a nice show with uh, 
A lot of good stuff sprinkled in here, starting with that 41 opener. And according to Ari Fink of Sirius XM Radio, DMB has played SPAC more than any other band. So Ooh. that uh, was pretty cool. Um, Ari doing some cool stuff on the DMB radio channel on Sirius XM with some interviews with band members. Um, he got a bunch of them at SPAC. Primarily, uh, Dave had some things to say that we'll talk about later, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Ari always throwing in some nice info during those segments. Um, but yeah, Bruce started off with three number songs. Dave was uh, in some kind of mood, huh? <laughs> Must have been. And I think he said after, uh, right before number 27, after seven, he said, playing the numbers songs or something, playing the numbers. Um, so that's funny. Yeah, we had uh, 41, 7, and 27. I was trying to think. I was like, what does that add up to? Is there some sort of like <laughs> meaning? Is it like a date? But no, there's there's no uh, date unless the new album is going to come on 4, 17, 2027. That's the only thing I can think about. <laughs> Sounds uh, about right. A little foreshadowing by Mr. Matthews. Uh, but a pretty solid start there. I mean, Nolan, if you would have asked me, I would have said, yeah, Seven's played just about you know every few stops. But no, this was the third one of the tour, 24 uh, show gap, I believe there. Whoa. Pretty wild. Um, but yeah, like you said, pretty solid set. We've got a nice don't drink the water into typical, which is beautiful. Um, yeah. Give me more and more typical situation. Yes. Uh, this lineup does a great job with that one. Oh, they really do. And it just hardly ever gets played, Bruce. Uh, we just love oh. love to know why that is. It is a killer Two song. Two times. Oh, it's not right. It's not right. Um, but, you know, they kind of keep it going from there is a nice run of after that i mean the only thing good new song nancy's fool in the rain so right madman's eyes that is a nice run bookended by new songs and if you you don't like the new ones i feel sorry for you because that's about as good as this version of dmb is going to get on new material those are great i love them um you should too i think (laughs) <laughs> I think Dave, Dave yeah. would feel the same way. Um, but yeah, Bruce, after that, we get a nice little treat. Say goodbye. And this was a good one, Nolan. I think we talked about this one. I think you even sent me a small snippet of the Copper Pot take mm-hmm. on this. I'm sure the full song may be to come, but a little snippet there. Dave really gets into this. Um, and there have been... I think five total say goodbyes. We'll talk about them a couple times, Nolan. They've all been extremely good. Uh, Dave has had some good lyrics in there um, and some good emotion. He's singing with the with some nice range on these versions. And yeah, that's a song that I mean we obviously really hope for on Friday. Um, I thought I was getting it at uh, at Jacksonville, but got I believe it was Gravedigger. Um, <laughs> yeah, but Say Goodbye is sounding fantastic this tour and really, really hope we get to see that. And Nolan, another thing that's been nice about this tour is that we have gotten, every single show has gotten a tour debut, mm-hmm. okay? And that's been, I think this is the deepest they've ever gone uh, throughout the tour or throughout a summer tour with tour debuts. Is that right? uh, this is show 20, I believe. Um, something like that, 2021, and still going on the tour debuts. Mm. And the next song was a tour debut. 
maybe not one that everyone was really expecting or looking for it somewhere like SPAC, but it's one that, I mean, you're going to get every single tour, and it's surprising that it's this late in the tour with every day. Yeah, I mean, good for them for keeping the streak alive, and that is something we will talk about throughout this pod. But, um, yeah, everyday tour debut, fun song, crowd gets into it. It's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually a fan of the song, obviously. Uh, we have mentioned that many times before. Um, I don't know if it's at its best um, right now, but uh, this is what it is. Cool, cool tour debut. Um, yeah, I'm okay without the carnival buddy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Buddy's great. Buddy brings a lot of energy, and that's really, really appreciated. We love Buddy on the podcast. Um, love him. And, yeah, we love him. But I, that's just not my favorite sound that he makes, I guess. So it's just like, um, yeah, we're, we're always going to think that. I think about every day unless they do something different. But I doubt they will. People chant Buddy. People love it. Um, it's not going to change. So it's here to stay. That's fine. Uh, it just kind of is what it is. It is. And after that, though, I mean, they kind of pick it back up. So damn lucky. Drive in, drive out. Second play of the tour followed by a two-step set closer and that is a very nice way to end the main set there at SPAC Uh, I love that that is that is good stuff and this is a uh, over six minute drive and drive out followed by an almost 12 minute two-step so I mean that's good that's good I like that two-step Oh, yeah. Two-step at SPAC just can't be beat. Uh, that's kind of like the song's venue. Um, mm. They love it up there. Obviously, famous for the two-step chants. But, yeah, they have the, you know, Dave's been doing a little stop time thing with uh, drive in, drive out. Um, it's been fun. Um, yeah, it was it was a good version. Carter rips it. Then he rips two-step. And I'm just like, anybody that still says, oh, yeah, they don't, uh, you know, Carter's old. It's like, uh, Carter's a god. Okay, so how about just hey, you, just just understand that? You know what? I also kind of get annoyed with people that are like, oh, two steps too repetitive at the end. Oh, crush is too repetitive at the end. I've never heard anybody oh, say you that. Should, Can you point me towards these numbskulls? Yeah, you should check out the TDC boards. It's oh. a really pleasant <laughs> place these days, um, and always. Uh, yeah, I've heard on there oh, in, in the last couple of weeks complaining about. Crush being too long at the end. Now two step is too long oh, at the man. end. And now warehouse is overplayed. And now Grace is gone is overplayed. And it's just a select few over there, but you know. It's just if anything is goes on for more than two or three minutes repetitively or, you know, whatever, it's gonna be bad. And if it's played more than ten times, I guess it's bad, even if it's one of the best songs that this band has ever written. Yeah. Those are clown takes. Oh man. Absolute clown takes. Um Yeah, I don't really agree with that, but Yeah, another clown anyways. speaking of clown takes, this encore, I saw someone call it the greatest encore <laughs> ever in one of the D M B Facebook groups. And I, uh, people are entitled to their opinions, Bruce, but opinions can be wrong. And in this case, it was wrong. Uh, <laughs> that may be wrong. It was wrong. But why don't, you, why don't you take it from there? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's funny. Um, Some Devil, obviously great. We love that. Day Solo. I mean, it's only been to play twice this tour. 
um, I, I would take that in the E1 spot, you know, yeah. once a year because we see multiple shows. Why, right? So I would take that, uh, seeing that every year. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Maker in the encore. I mean, that's cool. I don't know the last time that the Maker was in the encore, but it it can't be too often. Um, and then the last show it's back before this, you know, was last year, obviously. And night two ended with "Shake Me Like a Monkey." I mean, that is that's not the way to ever end a two or three night stand. It's honestly never the way to end a show, but whatever. Um, Dave's going to do it. But it's somewhere like SPAC. You can't end the weekend like that. Well, Dave ends two straight shows (laughs) with Shake Me. Um, And that's, (laughs) you know, it is what it is. I know the song's only been played twice this tour, which is great. Like, that's awesome to me. Um, Keep it just under five plays a tour, and it's honestly fine. And keep it out of the closer spot. And I think it's okay. I think a great spot for it, Nolan, is like in the two or three hole at a show. Um, And I think the same, I used to think the same about a song like Belly Belly Nice. If you can get it, you know, in like the two or three hole, that's pretty good. Um, It's just not a closer, I guess, because it's too short. They don't really do anything interesting, and it is what it is. But, yeah, Nolan, they closed two straight shows at SPAC with uh, Shake Me, Mm. so... How about, you know, shake some of that. Shake some of that, and I'll shake some of your knowledge up right now. You were not sure when the last time Maker was played in the encore. Well, yeah. May 13th, 2022, at the Woodlands. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and Of course, this year. Yeah. Right? And then the other time this year, which, oh, you're going to be so mad at yourself for not knowing this one. <laughs> Moon Palace. Golf and spa resort, oh, I mean, Cancun with fish. Yeah, but I, I meant DMB. Oh, Come on, yeah, you forgot. Yeah, that was you forgot your favorite band. That was that was cool. <laughs> My favorite band is Goose. Okay, <laughs> this is not fish. Get with it, bro. Uh, Flavor of the week. <laughs> um, yeah. So okay, okay. So it, it has been in the encore this year. That's but before awesome. that, I think the maker should be in the encore. That's before cool. that, it was. Once in 2018, and then the last time was 2010. So it had been a while. 2018? That was Dave Solo. Or a Dave and, Dave and people. Oh, yeah, Dave and a ton of people. Interesting. So really, it's like 2010. Half of, it's half of Trey Anastasio band. Interesting. Trey was on, yeah, the what is this? Concert for Island Relief. I remember that. Oh, yeah, it's Trey Anastasio yeah. Band, Rashawn, um, <laughs> a Neville brother, um, Aaron Neville. Yeah, a bunch of people. Anyways, we're, we're going off the rails. rails. Yeah, Nolan, 2010 was the last time full band. Uh, no, that was Dave and Tim. Nolan, what is going on here? <laughs> we're having a breakdown. Okay, 2009. Oh. 2009, 926, 2009, Tinley Park, Illinois. Um, the last time before 2022 that the Maker was played in the encore. Okay, okay. So we're, we're back on track here. Maker, shake me to close. Um, Tinley. Friend of the pod, Sean, also said that he had texted um, his buddy after Maker and said that DMB was making up for the last time that they closed SPAC with shake me. And not five seconds later did shake me start. <laughs> and he said he just had to oh, chuckle. Man, um, what a jinx. And I know, and he's and, and and several people had let us know that they got back to their cars quickly. They kind of appreciated it because sometimes SPAC can be tough to get out hey. of. Um, so 
if you get the maker and the encore though, beautiful song. Tim and Jeff crush it. Um, Buddy does some nice stuff on there too. Mm. But anyways, Nolan, yeah, I'd, I'd say solid night one. So let's. Uh, what do you you have anything else on night one before we go to night two? No, it's time for night two. And before we get time for night fully two. into night two, we're gonna talk about this interview between Ari and Dave on Sirius XM. Ari was at yes. SPAC, uh, so we got that nice in-person interview. Um, a couple highlights of his talk with Dave. DMB's contract is for two more years with Sirius XM, so hoping that mm. continues and hoping they uh, mm-hmm. diversify the portfolio a little bit in those two years. That would be nice. Um, the big thing from this, though, is... The new album, Info, there's not a lot, but it is being mixed by Rob Evans currently. Dave has had a hard time finalizing it, and uh, he'd pop in to go listen to a mix and come up with other little songs, um, is a quote from him. Um, But they are in the final stretch of figuring out track list and the sequencing and the artwork. And... um, he also said, one day I got to listen to my manager and just make a record out of all the songs we haven't released. <laughs> you think? Yep. That'd be nice. Uh, <laughs> Ari also talked to Fonz and Rashawn, and they said something similar about it. Uh, Rashawn was like, we should just release it under a pseudonym, and jokingly. And Fonz said, yeah, they have enough for like six albums if they did something like that. Um, yeah, it's not funny, guys. Yeah, I, I want to hear it. No. Yeah, absolutely. And um, Nolan, thanks for putting that together. I had not heard any of that interview until today. Just hadn't had the chance to really dive into it. And I listened to half of it. Um, didn't listen to the album part, actually. But <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Guys, I mean, you want, yeah, one day you got to listen to your manager and do that. And I think that they will. But there's, you know we are sometimes privy to some to some rumors and some information for people that are more connected than we are so we get some nice info and multiple times over the last several years it has been like man they've they've got all these songs they are actually ready to go they're digging back in the catalog and they've got these and they're going to put them together this may be a double album or they've got enough for two albums one's going to come immediately after it like that's kind of the plan they're talking about it and shooting the shit about it and it just doesn't really happen um and I know DMB has not really been the band to necessarily do that per se, um, but I think that they can be, and I think that they're at the point in their career where that would be that'd be a good idea. That would be a good thing to do. Keep people engaged, keep people on their toes. Um, you know, at, at this point, if you're still writing music, great, fantastic, um, and then just kind of couple it with some older stuff too that has been recorded because we know that they have some magic in the studio there there's stuff that has leaked there's stuff that's traded that you know not to like toot a horn but we've probably heard that others haven't heard and we wish we could like throw it out there to you like, it might be there's it, a hey, lot of great stuff it might be playing in the background right now people just need to listen <laughs> carefully <laughs> you never know um yeah you just never know um <laughs> But yeah, that, that's what they're saying. That's what they're talking about, um, everybody. And they're they're not wrong. It just kind of sucks that we don't get to hear it. But to some of what Dave said, um, I think that that's, that's slightly positive. Nolan, as far as um, Rob mixing it, because he has thrown a couple of mixes together already. Um, and Dave, why don't you 
keep doodling if you're doing the artwork let's go man and and put that sequence together i know that at one point um the sequencing was definitely not what it should be um at least based off of some people who had heard it so i think if you continue to do that maybe it's more cohesive um so we'll see we'll see nolan and um, a couple of the other things that you pointed out there um that i actually did hear were uh and things we've heard before right some of the songs stay on the shelf or don't get played as much because they kind of bum dave out he says said something like you your feet are too big or your breath stinks or something like that you know in a dave manner and then um some he plays selfishly because they have a lot of fun and i think they mentioned i think ari mentioned sledgehammer um you know as one of those they just they really love and then that kind of led them into talking about fool in the rain nolan which i think both of us really really like as a song and really really like seeing them play and we'll talk about it a little later but that was that was kind of cool to see dave really kind of gush over the song and gush about them playing it oh yeah that was really cool and ari was like really hyping him up and was like yeah you guys nailed fool in the rain and dave was <laughs> like uh yeah man carter nails it um but i gotta keep listening to it again and uh make sure i get the vocals right um mm. man that is a song i would love to see in raleigh on friday Yes. It's awesome. I'll take it. Yeah, especially over Sledge. Sure. Like he Ari was kind of yeah. prompted um Dave talking about it by saying like is Fool in the Rain like the new Sledgehammer? Like is he going to take the place of Sledge? I'm sure he was probably was, like is it? Please. Yeah, like do yeah. it. Seriously. <sighs> Stop playing Sledgehammer. It needs to. I mean, it really needs to. It there's it's so good and the energy that they have during it is pretty cool to see. Um but yeah, yes, that's that's fun. Hope we get that. Also, Dave's on TikTok somewhere. He has an account. I'm sure he's a some ghost account where he just <laughs> his family sends him stuff. Um, but that's funny. Oh my dear lord! I did not hear he that. He does part. not that need to be funny. making TikToks. Just keep uh, lurking, Dave. But uh, <laughs> no, people people make TikToks of him. I think probably oh, yes. No, that is true. Yes, uh, of him on sledgehammer. Oh, Jesus. Um. Anyways, yeah. Nolan, um, let's get to SPAC night too. This was a great lead in, obviously, um, in an RE interview with Dave. And uh, so that's really cool. And so we'll have to talk about this night too. Um, and really, let's just jump right in. There's no, there's no real prelude here, but there was a prelude to the first song. Um, and that's Bartender, oh. which is a fantastic opener. It's starting to kind of open every now and then. I really hope we get it. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that we won't. We'll talk about that a little later. Mm. But Bartender opener, opener had a prelude. It was very, very nice. And um, yeah, Nolan. I, I mean, I'm loving. I love this ver these uh, this version of our band's uh, Bartender the, this day. Whatever I'm trying to say, I'm like losing my mind here. Um, I'll take it. Let yeah, me this take this version it from of here. the band. Jeez. Please, God. Jeez, <laughs> Good Lord, drunk off your. Blueberry milkshake IPA, unbelievable. That's it. Uh, yeah, man. Bartender right now, and really since 2018, has been just funky. Uh, it's been good. I like it a lot. Um, kind of an odd start to the show, though. You get that bartender opener, which doesn't happen often, and then they follow it up with Can't Stop, and then you kind of get like a every other song Oof. kind of thing here, and we're just going to kind of go through this but you can get proudest nice satellite obviously goes with proudest bayou 
sweet. Okay. And then you get a little recently into warehouse. And um, Bruce, would you have guessed that recently and warehouse are the same in length of song? Nine minutes. Like almost on the dot, I think. Um, It's pretty cool. (laughs) It's pretty wild, actually. Um, Song time. But yeah, no one is. Yeah, it's a little weird. So it's kind of like a. Um, I'd be interested in a casual fan's uh, thoughts of the start of the show because it feels like it's almost struggling to get off its feet. It's like if you had a plane that was uh, like a little prop plane that was sputtering and trying to get back up in the air, and then it gets lifted and it's kind of coasting. Like when we hit the recently warehouse and we get into this run, it kind of coasts here for a little bit. Um, but yeah, the bartender was nasty. Tim, I mean, come on, the outro goat. Um, <clears throat> and then I'd love to see Proudest start going into something other than satellite for this tour. I know they've done it in the past. It doesn't really seem like something they're interested in doing this year, uh, which is kind of unfortunate because I think it's nice to kind of guess what may be coming next. But whatever. But this recently was real nasty. It was pretty tasty. Buddy, um, there's a lot of good stuff in here. I think people should really pay attention to this recently. Uh, there's only three of the tour. This was the third one. They've all been pretty good. I feel like this may have been their best one. Um, they did have a couple. The pretty girl, pretty pretty girl, take me to the river. Love it. All that good stuff as well. Um, and then right into warehouse with the with the woos. So that's pretty awesome. We love segues around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. that was cool to have, Nolan. And yeah, then the show kind of just, you know, we get a little mellow thing. I feel like SPAC was about ready to explode after this recently in the warehouse. They were really getting going. And then they get Walk Around the Moon. Now, we like Walk Around the Moon, but I'm not so sure that's the spot for it. Mm. If you know what I mean. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I'm thinking if you play Break Free after Warehouse... That's the move. Um, Break Free came after Walk Around the Moon. But, you know, I think it's still good. I think it's still good. Um, they follow that up with Seek Up, though. And mid uh, set Seek Up. That was, I, that's unexpected to me. I feel like they've been playing it earlier and earlier. But now it's trending a little bit more mid set. Um, I mean, epic. It's just epic right now. It's just unreal it's so long it's awesome it is, <laughs> it is um, by far the longest song they play it's not even close we talked about it last episode um with those halftime stats <laughs> but uh yeah it's just like a it is a back and forth kind of show though um recently bam warehouse bam walk around the moon nice but slow break free nice a little faster seek up slow kind of intense sledgehammer oh and then you get quiet. I bet spat. I bet they popped for Sledge though, so it's kind of one of those. We 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 are. I don't know if we're in the minority, but yeah, that may have had the energy like wild. It might have. I don't I'd know. love to know from somebody who was there. That would be interesting. But really, after Sledge, I mean, pretty. The rest of the show is pretty silly. Um, you know, I'll give. I'll give. Uh, come on, come on, the nod there because it sounded really good this this summer. Um, they figured it that one out. Um, then Bruce, the rest of the uh, main set, Minarets, Lionar Graves, Crush, Rooftop, Ants. Solid. 
Pretty good. I mean, pretty good. When you've pretty got, um, you know, uh, minarets and graves back to back is pretty awesome. We're missing the Carter wrap this year, oh, by the way. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, that's, um, that's something we miss. Come on, Carter. Give me, do not sing. Let's, let's, do, let's go. Um, but yeah, Graves, no reprises a lot this year as well, which is interesting. A long crush, really long crush, uh, which is always good. Um, folks over at TDC, just FYI, it's good. Um, rooftop is meh. I don't, I don't really care, but it's solid. Like, it's nothing I'm going to be, it's nothing that I don't like. Like, I think it's a solid song. Ba-na. And then Ants, who, who doesn't love Ants? Um, so yeah, solid ending to the show, to the main set. And yeah, Nolan, I would assume they just kind of ride off into the sunset and do absolutely nothing interesting for the encore. Um, what do you think? I think we actually had, um, a response again from Sean leading us into the encore. So why don't you, uh, read that real quick? Yeah. And this was the actual epic encore from SPAC, not night one, just to be clear, just, (laughs) Just to be clear. Ooh, epic. Okay, Sean. He says, Earlier in the show, I'd asked a few different people who'd seen the set list if I should stick around for the encore or was it going to be another shit fest? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I actually was hoping that if it was going to be bad again, that they'd triple down and go three SPAC shows in a row, ending with Shake Me Like a Monkey. No dice. All three people told me to stick around, and one was emphatic. And, Sean, it is a good thing they didn't lie to you because that would have been a cruel, cruel prank. Uh, We get a big-time liberation here, Bruce. Pay for what you get. Oh, my goodness. Um, E1. First of the tour. First... In a long time, last played, obviously, in that epic, I said epic again, epic Dave and Carter studio sesh at Haunted Hollow, which was amazing. Um, Man, out of nowhere, just absolutely out of nowhere. Literally out of nowhere. And and I actually really wish the Almanac wouldn't even count that as when it was last played. I wish there was an algorithm for just doing DMB because the last time full band, mm-hmm. uh, I happened to be there on August first of 2015 in West Palm, Stop. Nolan, and that was and that was uh, in the acoustic set. Oh, um, have you only seen yeah, it acoustically? Bo- yeah. So it was. Um, <laughs> what was funny was Dave kind of messed up the guitar part um, on it. And so Tim actually played Dave's part for a little bit, and Dave kind of like backed away and was like, oh, and then he came wow. back in and obviously did it right. But it was, so it was kind of funny. But yeah, Nolan, it's been gone for so long, so so long, and it was great to see it pop up here. It was a Dave solo to choose kind of thing, like pick a song mm-hmm. um, on the actual set list. So pay for what you get wasn't even on there. So whoever told Sean to stick around wasn't even on there. Yeah, Nolan, but anytime you get paid for what you get, um, and this wasn't just Dave Solo or Dave and Tim, this was full band. So you had Carter, you had Tim, you had Jeff, and you know, it was it was beautiful. It was maybe 
not my favorite version. I thought that we could use a little more Carter, and that's probably because they haven't played it, right? I mean, that's probably because who knows? They could have rehearsed in the in the back area during the encore. I don't know. I don't know why Dave played it right here. I don't know why it wasn't on the set. Um, but God, God, I, I, this needs to be played more. Nolan needs to be played more. Needs to be played more. It does. I mean, it absolutely does. You know, it's kind of funny. You and I have both seen "Pay for What You Get" at West Palm Beach. How wild is that? That's so random. So random. Um, but yeah, man, what an all-time DMB song, and it gets no love. I've seen it twice in 54 shows. It's crazy. Ooh, twice is good. Twice is good. It should be 10. It should be. Um, but man, we need more of that. We need more of that. Um, but such a well-written song. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good, top to bottom. Jeff, I mean, you know, when Roy played, but Jeff now, um, Carter normally just kind of drives a song. He does silly stuff generally. And that Haunted Hollow one that you mentioned, listen to Carter on that one. Holy smokes. Um, And then the guitar part is cool. Mm -hmm. The lyric, er, everything about it is good. Um, Yeah, I mean, I certainly don't expect to see it in Raleigh on Friday, but how cool would that be? How cool would that be, Nolan? Um, well, they better do yeah, it. We've, we've got the. Why would they, yeah, better, they better do it? I mean, they oh have my to. gosh! Uh, they have to. Yeah, they have to. Actually, uh, I went to check the almanac to see when the last time was it was played, like as this was happening, and the almanac was down. It went down. Pay for what you get. Crashed the almanac. Uh, <laughs> insane. Um, probably the whole encore crashed the almanac because. Uh, Probably. Yeah, it kept going. It was it was crazy. But pay for what you get. First time in the encore since 8-15-98. Um, that's crazy. Four, that's criminal. Dude. Dope, tw- uh, 24 years. What? Oh, man. Is that right? Yeah, that's, Am I doing is it? Is my math right there? That's correct. That should be, oh I mean, that should kind of be an encore, maybe staple. That is, man. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, hey, if you were there, good for you. I am. I'm very happy they busted that out. That's a nice one to listen back yes. to. Very cool. And shout out to Sean's friends as well because this is what they really saw on the set. Uh, Halloween tour debut. Too much fake though. Don't get it wrong. They did not play all of too much. They played a too much fake in Halloween. They've been known to do that over the years, um, but <clears throat> Halloween last played in MSG Night 1 in November, third play since 2019, seventh play in the last five years, and uh, wow. good version, uh, nice improv lyrics by Dave. Um, like that he's doing that. Agreed. Yeah, that's cool. That doesn't hadn't happened in a while, it seems like. Um that's awesome. And the last time Pay for What You Get and Halloween were played together as the encore was the February 24th, 1995 show at the Roseland Ballroom. And what a show that was. Uh, pretty so cool. pretty awesome. Only the third time that that has been the encore ever. Um, obviously, first time with the Too Much Fake. But wow, what a special encore for SPAC Night 2. Yeah, agreed. Um really cool i think i watched it on on one of the facebook streams and i was like damn 
uh, that was cool. <laughs> so um, I think Nolan called Halloween as well. So c- kudos to you, Nolan. Um, but we had some more reaction. We have some more reaction. And this time, this one comes from a friend of the pod, Adam. Adam Hart regarding this encore. And Adam says, at this point, I kept thinking how there wasn't a tour debut up until this point of the show obviously um they come out for the encore i was fully expecting something like pmp rapunzel maybe watchtower or boa well i was wrong and i'm glad about that here's your tour debut folks pay for what you get what liberation alert um what an e1 choice and i don't think this was on the original set list jeff posted and it was supposed to be solo then so much uh but that sure wasn't solo and then too much i was happy the crowd was okay with it. I was ready to start walking. I was talking with my sister, who I attend almost every show with, and we were making a plan. Then somehow, like I slowly woke up, I slowly started to realize too much didn't sound like too much. I lost it when I realized they were closing with Halloween. Adam, how dare you about to leave the show early? Deep down, I had hoped we'd get some type of special closer or special moment this weekend, and we freaking got it with this encore. Also, according to Almanac's Twitter, the last pay plus Halloween encore was 95 at Roseland Ballroom, and guess what, Adam? We gave you that stat here on the Corner of Gray Street podcast. You said it before we did because you sent that there, but that's the kind of stats that you get here on the on the pod. Adam also correctly guessed that this was the longest show of the tour. Nolan, two hours in 47 minutes of song time that's what you get up there at SPAC that's what you get up there at SPAC but why don't you why don't we close it out we need to wrap up SPAC so we got other shows to get to Sean you get our last word buddy Nolan take it away Shawnee says well this was going to be a voice memo for you guys but then they played Halloween my goodness the (laughs) fake really faked me out I don't have a voice anymore my 14th Halloween out of 48 shows Excuse me? Wow. That's wild. Sean, that no, nah, that's not allowed. I don't. <laughs> okay. Pre show, I told my cousin that I don't know how it happened. He's seen it like uh, an absurd amount. That's absurd. That is an absurd percentage to see Halloween at. Okay. All right. I got to regroup here. Uh, Pre show, I told my cousin that I don't know how it happens, but Halloween always finds me. Good for you. Sure enough, there it was again. Pure bliss. I'll love that song until the day I die. You and me both. Great weekend up in Saratoga. Outstanding weather. Great seeing some old friends and meeting new ones. Can't wait to see you two out at the Gorge this year for my 50th show. Yeah, nope on that. But uh, that's awesome. My 50th show is at the Gorge too. Cheers, Sean. But yeah, Saratoga gets like 70 degrees something weather. Nolan, we're not going to have that in Raleigh this week. Week. Oh, it ain't gonna be that. Get smoked. Um, yeah, we will. But solid, solid shows up in Saratoga. I don't think this was an epic SPAC weekend per se, but I would say you know pretty solid. Um, you know, we would have we would take those two shows, and I think you know the fan base as a whole was pretty happy with those. But we've got we've still got five other full band. No, four. Four other full band shows yeah. and a Dave and Tim show to get to. So we need to get rolling. And we're going a little bit farther north up to New Hampshire, um, up in Guilford, New Hampshire, actually, Nolan. So we've got night one of Guilford here to get to. Um, and, you know, there isn't a ton to get to here. We did have a first time guest, I believe, with the band here. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll kind of roll through it. And we've got, you know, one sweet opener. 
Okay, cool. Um, and then we had a seven into warehouse there kind of early on. That's kind of neat. I don't know if that's ever happened before. Segways, no man. Um, that's cool. Yeah, segways. We love we love some segways. And, and apparently Dave is loving some segways into warehouse. Yeah. So that's cool as well. Um, and then, Nolan, we got uh, a first-time guest with Tia Fuller uh, on the saxophone. Mm-hmm. She came out and guested with the band, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, she came out on Jimmy Thing, When the World Is Random, When the World Ends Randomly, Random. and a, a song debut of It's Your Thing, Isley Brothers song. What would you think about that, Nolan? Uh... Uh, also random. I wonder. I have no idea what that was about. Um, I'm guess, <laughs> right. guessing it was a one-time thing for something. I don't know. Um, it was fine, but yeah, I would. Uh, Fool in the rain maybe is the way to go with the covers these days. Um, you know, Buddy took over the um, like second half of the song. It seemed like, um, but. I don't know. Tia Fuller was good. Um, pretty cool that she is the uh, one of the saxophonists with the all-female Beyonce band. So that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, yeah. Uh, she also did part of the music for the uh, Disney Pixar uh, animated movie Soul, um, which won the Oscar. Oh, nice. So that's cool. Um yeah, shoot. Uh, this has got to be a Rashawn connection, I would imagine. Oh, got to be. I mean, he makes every decision yeah. for the band, so I would assume he brought her out. Um, but yeah, she was great. Um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of covers in this show. That makes four covers uh, when you throw in the encore of Rye Whiskey all on the Watchtower. Um, so a lot of covers. Uh, one cool thing, though, I thought was the final run of songs there you get rapunzel come on come on don't drink the water granny uh ants marching in the main set that's it's pretty strong um and granny doesn't usually get that play there right before uh, the set closer so that's cool um yes yeah, it's, it's a solid spot yeah that's a solid spot. solid night one um yeah it, it was fine uh four covers maybe a little much but you know it is what it is uh, whatever, get a cool guest. So, um, solid night one up there in Guilford. Uh, not too much to wax on about there, honestly. Um, but we'll we'll transition over to night two, Nolan, which did have some more interesting stuff, at least to to uh, my ears and eyes and yours, I believe, as well. And we start off with that Tripping Billy's opener. Mm. That is always always awesome to see. I believe we saw one Charlotte. Um, in Ra- in Charlotte, right? Is that right? Yeah, the rain show. Yes, yes. yes. Back in 2019, yes. I believe, um, we saw a Billy's opener. So that's always welcomed, which is cool. And the maker uh, follows that up. Mm. And then Nolan, um, we had a cut from the set list very early on. Fourth song of the show was cut, and that's Seek Up. Uh, right after Funny, of course, Um <sighs> And they decide to cut Seek Up and then played Crush, which was also on the set. So that was really interesting. Seek Up, Crush, back-to-back. I mean, that would be a 20-minute song and then a 15, 16-minute song right in a row. Not normal for D&B. Um, but they cut Seek Up. That's interesting. That's, that's odd. I wonder what was going on there. I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe they were like, eh, I don't feel like playing a 20-minute song right now. Who knows? Um, they had some... 
decent amount of jam songs uh, in this set, so maybe that mm-hmm. was part of it. Because mm-hmm. um, after Crush, they go Stairleaf, which is getting a lot of play this tour, and we like that. Um, Fall by the Stone, fourth of the tour. Yes. Uh, Stone, Rooftop, Break for it, Sledge, Stolen Away, getting its fourth play of the tour. Interesting. Say Goodbye, also its fourth. Uh, so damn lucky. Walk around the moon, and Bruce. The tour debut streak continues twice over tonight with what you are. Yes, that's awesome. Great tour debut there. Um, would love to see that song again. Have not seen that in like twelve years. I don't think I've seen it once. Um, I think that's the only time I've seen it. Twenty ten Seville night two. Yeah, which is bizarre. That's wild. Um, yeah, would love to see that this week. So, Mr. David J. Matthews, um, <laughs> Raleigh, give us a little what you are. So, that that's uh, interesting. That's a good tour debut right there. That's solid. Um, and then we've got Lie in Our Graves, which is also awesome. Space Between and Squirm, Late Squirm, late which squirm. is very odd. Uh, very Late Squirm, right before Two Step. So, Two Step Closer, mm. that's fantastic. Nolan, this was the 14th Two Step of the tour. Sick. That's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah ne- never overplayed. Never overplayed. Never. So that's really cool. Pretty solid maiden set, I'd say. Not not, not too, too bad. Yeah, actually, I think it's uh, better after, like, looking at it. Um, following along, I was like, eh, I don't know. But no, pr- pretty solid. Uh, odd Encore, though. Another tour debut. Dave Solo. Oh, which um, that usually gets the Dave and Tim treatment, so yeah, surprised by that a little bit. But nice little song, and then oh man, every day to end the show. Probably not the encore people were expecting or um, visualizing for their happiness leaving the venue, but it's a solid, solid <coughs> midweek two nighter in Guilford. Yeah, kind of weird, kind of midweek two-nighter like I had in Jacksonville. Just another one of those weird things. I'd honestly probably take our Jacksonville shows, especially since we got Derek Trump. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, anyways, oh, first time ever, I think, played Dave Solo at a DMB show, which is... Um, pretty cool. Mm. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a fan of everyday encore closers. We already talked about everyday. It just kind of is what it is. But you know, whatever. We've we've got we've got another two night stand to talk about here, Nolan. Three two night stands here in a row. Wow. I mean, damn, band's busy. And in Camden, New Jersey, right outside of Philadelphia, the band wastes no time in continuing their tour debut streak. I mean, literally no time. They walk out on the stage and they're like, you know what? Boom, here you go. If you even want to ask me a damn question, here it is. And it's full to think. Liberation, tour debut, first time played in three years. Um, and first time as an opener since 2004. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost almost 20 years. It was 18 years nearly to the day. Also at Camden. It's the only venue to ever get full to think as an opener camden new jersey if you want to see full to think open you just have to wait 20 years but you'll see it at camden oh my gosh that is absolutely wild um man bruce uh that's insane um i love that i love full to think i think is a 
great, not good song. Um, and you heard it opening this show. Um, man, it's so good. There's one version in particular, 2012 version, where Tim just goes absolutely bananas on the outro, and it's just unbelievable. Still waiting for that to happen, but man, Fool to Think opener. I love that so much. I've seen it once, full band, and it was at my first show in 2004. Now, this was a Friday night show, so I'm not sure we're going to get that Friday night XM repeat in Raleigh, but man, I would love it because that was also the first, uh, my first show. So, Raleigh, maybe uh, 18 years apart, could happen. That would be fantastic, Bruce. Please. Please, God. That would be awesome. This is a good version, too, Nolan. Yeah. It sounded great. It sounded great on the serious stream, it sounded great on the tape. Dave changed up the way he sang on the ending, kind of you know hitting the little higher notes, mm-hmm. um, maybe yell-ish, not falsetto, but kind of yelling, higher pitched voice. That was awesome, giving it a little more energy. Oh, yeah. And Jeff, Jeff is all over this, Nolan. Oh, Jeff is all over this. He is. Jeff MVP'd the song. It sounds great. Got visions of Roy playing on this one when Jeff started letting loose. Man, that was. That was good stuff. Um, Bruce, this song should be in a heavier rotation. Um, yes. Yeah, it's just silly that it's it's not. It's so good. It's arguably, arguably the best song on Every Day. Top three. I'm going to go top. That's I'm going to go top three on Every Day. It's good. You know, you know, I, I do like it. Mm-hmm. I do like it. Um, but yeah, um, please, Raleigh. I know probably not because the serious stream, but you know, it, it should be played. You know, five a hand, one to two handful number of times. Have you seen uh, it? Every single tour. Have you seen? Never seen. Never it. seen it. It would. It would be a debut. It would be a debut. No oh, um, I saw Dave and Tim as well. I thought you might have gotten it that way. I don't think so. Mm, mm. I don't think so. Um, but Nolan, something interesting. I looked up the last time that Fool to Think opened um, at Camden back in 2004. Mm-hmm. And to open the show is a Scream into the Grave tease by Dave and Stefan into Fool to Think. Um, and if no one knows what that is, that is a song off the Batson sessions um, that is basically all piano, um, I think. So that is really, I'm going to listen to this show now because there's some cool stuff. But yeah, that is something I just looked up. Scream into the grave, 72104, into full to think to open the show. <laughs> what? That is amazing. Uh, wow. And also interesting because Batson sessions were like those 06 sessions. And this show was 04. So I wonder when Scream into the grave originated. Uh True. Man, that is a great show, too. Man, that, oh, that 04 tour. God. So good. good so good. There's some good stuff in here, too, though, Nolan. Yeah. I'm going to let you... Uh, why don't you tell us more about this good stuff oh, coming Well, up? you get the Fool to Think opener just right out of the gate, and then you get basically two more openers after that. Big Eye Fish tour debut into Bartender. Man, they don't make them like that anymore. That is good stuff from the band. We love that. Um, yes. Back-to-back tour debut is a great way to start. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, DMB, like, you say what you want about the sets or whatever, um, but the tour debut streak, that's big time. That is, that's appreciated by the diehards, Dave. Uh, just so you know, we love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bruce, the show, solid. You get the, uh, the triplets there early. They slow it down a little bit. Sam Cop, then go into the triplets. Okay, slow it down a little bit. Sweet rooftop, seek up. Um, middle of the show, lulls a little bit. Uh, when the world ends, walk around the moon. Then you get a Rapunzel, Grace, Ditrine. Come on, come on. Second what you are of the tour. Every day, don't drink the water. Set closer. Sister Ants Encore. I mean, that's, uh, that's a solid night one. Um, in Camden, New Jersey, a lot of single-digit song plays. Um, yeah, in that show too. Yeah, yep. I like that. I like that too. I was listening along uh, on the XM app Ooh. as I was painting our baby's future nursery. Um, so that was oh uh, that was nice. I very much. Um, I'm I'm remembering now as I'm looking at the set list. Dave was doing some noodling before. Come on, come on, and I was like. Oh my God! Could it be Bismarck? Could he be doing it? It <laughs> sounded like there was just a couple notes where I was like, oh. it had that same kind of rhythm, and then he goes, "This is a tiny little song." I was like, "Okay," and then he went into "Come on, come on." I was like, "Okay, all right, well." But I thought, "What?" I think "Come on, come on" is playing on the raised. It too, it is. So he was hitting some certain notes there i know i might have just been I need to go back and listen. might have been the paint fumes but i don't know you'd have been high on the paint yeah. bro. i don't know that what you are was nice though and then um that seek up i thought jeff had some nice lines in there that kind of sounded like a little bit of like a minarets type pink panther uh Ooh. vibe and i was digging that for sure that was that was good stuff. It was a fun. I enjoyed listening to. I didn't listen to like a full show on XM in a while. That was that was fun. Nice dude. Yeah, well, dude. I mean, yeah, I did not get to hear that one, um, but it's always fun to hear those. And this time, Nolan, we're going to be in person for the Friday night concert series, so <laughs> that'll be even better. Um, yeah, let's move on to night two, Nolan. And for some reason. I don't know. Does Dave have a problem with the people over in Camden or the people over in Philly? Does he just like think they're all dumb or something? Because Fool in the Rain opens here. Two fools to open the show. Is he trying to send a message? You're a fool. Um, <laughs> pity the fool. Yeah, first time ever. Yeah, pity the fool. First time ever played as an opener. So cool. Um, a cover as an opener, which is also interesting. And the crowd pop here was huge on the tape. I mean, as soon as it started, the crowd went bananas. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would have, too. It's so cool and so unique. Man, they've just, like, been killing the opener slot all tour long, and it's not going to stop. That was epic. They followed up with Warehouse and Madman's Eyes. That is a strong, strong, strong start to the show. Um, Bruce... They keep the tour debut streak going, um, but before that, Lover Laid Down popping up again, fourth of the tour. I wonder if we'll get that in Raleigh with Branford uh, because <laughs> for some reason that song like every time. that song gets played in Raleigh or North Carolina all the time. 
Yeah, and then we get that Raven tour debut, and Bruce Raven is always great to see on a set list, but it's especially great to see on a set list when it is the 20th anniversary of the release of Busted Stuff, the album that it resides on, and that tw- um, that release album release show was also Camden, and that is a great show that everyone should check out. Um, so, man, Bruce, cool debut. Yeah, absolutely. Sure is. Um, We got to see it last year in Charlotte, I believe. Uh, They've only played it, I think, maybe one other time, maybe twice since then. Um, Before this one here at Camden, way too little, way too little, um, as we know. And yeah, Nolan, you were talking about Lover Lay Down, by the way. We we got it in Charlotte this year already. So we we know that's a North Carolina song. I don't know what it is, but yeah, we got that. Um, Very, very interesting. Um, I was hoping to get a little more buses stuff on this night. I thought that we would get maybe something else too. I think maybe Raven was the nod, mm-hmm. but it would have been so cool to have Kit Kat Jam. Um, you know, I mean, you know, like you never know, show up again, yeah. stuff like that. And man, I don't know where you never know is, but it's kind of died off. Um, but yeah, Raven was good. Uh, they actually kind of, they really didn't nail it here. Nolan, they, kind of stumbled throughout it mm. um a couple times missed a few changes and that's understandable i mean they, they you know it's kind of a tough song with the changes to remember if you haven't played it a lot you're gonna mess up probably but i think that they need to you know dust the rust off and uh redeem themselves by playing it in raleigh what do you think absolutely they should play all of Busta stuff back to front in raleigh that would be amazing <laughs> And would no bad songs, no bad songs. It would cross off two songs that I've never seen. By the way, that would be nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd say this is a standard, uh, standard show. Um, after that, you know, you get "Say Goodbye" that kind of um, pops up fifth of the tour. That's nice. Um, I think the, uh, the the ending run here: "Stair Leave," "YM," "Say Goodbye," "Gray Street," "You and Me," Two Step," pretty solid. And then you get the Rye Whiskey Watchtower. Encore, um, I don't love the, the double cover encore there, but, um, you know, there's some, definitely they got some cool stuff in Camden, Bruce, and that takes us to night three, not of Camden, but <laughs> of Dave playing in a row, um, and Timothy, Tim Othi, um, Dave and Tim at C-Mac, Canandaigua, um, yeah, let's let's dive into this. What are your what are your thoughts? You've been there. What are your what are your thoughts? Yeah, I like CMAC a lot. I like that area, the Finger Lakes region of New York. Uh, very beautiful, very um, picturesque, if you will. Normally, nice weather. It's a nice small venue there. The band has been there a few times. Dave and Tim have been there a bunch of times. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a nice area to be. It's just a nice uh, venue to go see. Um, some music at to be honest with you Um, I've never sat on the lawn there but there seem to be some nice views um, off of that lawn but any any who Nolan yeah I mean they're they're, these guys are working hard they're they're going everywhere it seems so they deserve these several days off here and uh, Dave and Tim did a little sound check there Nolan they sound check full to think we just talked about it full band Sounds like they sound checked at Dave and Tim, um, and maybe they didn't quite hit it, and Dave wasn't quite feeling it that night because 
I don't think they play it unless, spoiler alert, something happened that is not here on the set list that I see or anyone else has talked about. But anyways, Nolan, um, yeah, we've got an O opener hmm. here at uh, CMAC, which is uh, unique. Um, not something that I would have expected to open the show, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't scream opener to me, but maybe Dave was a little tired from two nights of wailing. So. Oh, yeah. Pinner to you? Oh, good one. Um, <laughs> yes, but Grace is Gone does scream opener to me. That is a nice way to ease into it, Bruce. And um, mm-hmm. I would say this is a fairly standard Dave in Timothy set. Um, yeah, 41 was added to it, so that's nice. Uh, was not originally in it. But... Um, Oh, Grace is Gone, Grace Street, Satellite, So Damn Lucky, Ocean and the Butterfly, Hey, Stay or Leave, Crush, Walk Around the Moon, Save Me, Betrayal, Tim Song. And then you get Out of My Hands, Dave on the Piano, and he seemed pretty excited about that. He did. He did. Um, It was actually fairly interesting. I don't mind Out of My Hands too, too much. It's okay. And I kind of like generally the outros and this one had some nice dave scatting and like wailing um tim and dave lock up pretty nicely as far as tim kind of seemed to get into a little funk groove with his um with his kind of slap picking or whatever you want with dave scatting it was it was kind of cool so i i i kind of think that the end of that um, out of my hands is worth listening to. I like that. And then they go, um, right after that, they play don't drink the water with a very long extended intro. Um, that also has some of that Dave wailing and scat improv. So if you, if you are a fan of Dave saying nonsense and wailing and things of that nature, um, out of my hands and don't drink the water, have it back to back. And I'm a fan of that. I think it's kind of cool. And, um, kind of fun to listen to so um right in there <laughs> is uh out of my hands and don't drink was pretty cool nolan i love it i love it dave and tim are just it's such a nice different refreshing sound everything they play sounds amazing um truly uh samurai cop funny the way it is two-step yeah do you remember love it you and me nancy's a tangled web we weave tim song the Stone, number 41, Lie in Our Graves, No Reprise, Ants Marching. And then the Encore, Bruce, was also surprising. Surprising opener, surprising Encore. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that, that run to end the show was nice, mm-hmm. uh, kind of as you said. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, right after that, Tim Solo, the rest of there um, was awesome. And... Uh, yeah, and, and interesting encore. I just think I told you the other day that something to tell my baby had not been played uh, in a while. I think since Jacksonville night one or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they play, <laughs> of course, on cue. Dave plays it. Uh, Dave and Tim right here. He plays it. Dave solo, and then we get an old dirt hill. E1, E, I mean E2, excuse me, Dave and Tim right there. It's always fun to see old to see old Dirt Hill, Dave and Tim. I think that it's pretty solid mm-hmm. with that um as the duo there. Uh but kind of interesting to see it show up in an encore, at least. Yeah. I feel like that's usually a uh, an early set song. Um so that is unique. Uh, I wonder why Dave didn't ask him to play on something to tell my baby. 
That's uh, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Um, and they finish it off with Warehouse, and Warehouse is just the beast. It is here to stay. It is amazing. Longest song of the night to close, Warehouse. Um, it's been closing some full band sets and shows uh, and closes this Dave and Tim show. So that's cool. It, it's, a, it's a like we said, cookie cutter show. Um, not a whole lot interesting there, but it kind of makes sense. Uh, right. I mean, it's right after Camden, literally the day after they've had, I think that was the fifth show they played in like six days. Mm -hmm. Dave and Tim had zero time to rehearse literally anything. Um, and that's, that's kind of what you're going to get It's standard. And what standard means that a Dave and Tim show is good, you know? So that's, um, that's just what you're going to get Nolan. But yeah, that kind of wraps up at least the show portion of what we have for everybody tonight. I mean, that was seven shows in like 10 days, <laughs> less than that. Um, man, they were busy, 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 busy. That was, that's quite the run. And they've had a couple of days. I think this, what, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No, they play tomorrow. They play Wednesday. So they have Monday and Tuesday off. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then um, the band gets back at it up in Bethel, New York, near Woodstock, Nolan. Yeah, Bruce. They, uh, they've got Bethel up next, then a day off, then Raleigh, and then Virginia Beach. And uh, then the band will be taking about a month off before West Palm Beach at the end of August. So... You know, one of the one of the last Friday night concert series, uh, Friday night in Raleigh, um, last East Coast show for a while, other than Virginia Beach. So, I'm hoping we get something good. I mean, I just don't know. I, I have no idea what is going to happen at this show. It could be amazing. It could be lackluster. And we have some stats here that can kind of back this up and these are raleigh stats 25 shows at raleigh since 1993 with one of those being a dave and tim farm aid and these might shock you you may want to sit down um (laughs) i'm gonna go from high high rarities to low just like kind of surprising uh okay so Raleigh has gotten six stones. Oh, in 25 shows, that's that's a lot. Yeah, pretty good. Um, when I was at the last one, loved it. Uh, five Lionar Graves, Bruce, but the last one was in 2000. Lionar Graves has oh. not been played in Raleigh in 21 years. Oh, my God. Oh, five drive-in, drive-outs. Last one in 2006. I was there. Jesus. Five bartenders. <laughs> Four recently's one since 1998, and that was a 2014 two sets. Oh, we were there. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I know. Four typicals, one since 2005. Three say goodbyes, one since 98, with the last one being in 05. My first show. My first show. Three JTRs, last one in 2001. <laughs> Three Graces Gones, last one in 2003. That one's got to be a lock for Friday night. No way. Three What You Are's, last in 2002. Nope. This one, 
actually angered me. Two best of what's around. Last one in 1997. <laughs> oh my dear lord. These are these are all things that I'm learning right now, everybody. So these are my actual reactions. I <laughs> I'm floored by some of these. I know. I was too. <laughs> oh my god. Um two minarets. One since 1995. We can just go ahead and write a set with all these, Dave, and we'll be good. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Two pigs. Last one in 2006. I was there. Two no so right. Last one in 2002. Two, you never knows. 2002 and 2007. You were there. Oh, I was there, there in the 07. Yep. Jesus. Two sisters and two sledgehammers. Also surprising. Who cares? No one cares. Two full to thinks, 03 and 04. I was there in 04. It's time. It's time. Mm-hmm. Two space betweens and two where are you goings. Mm-hmm. Two Good. funny the way it is. Good. That is maybe the most shocking of all of these. Is that Keep it that way, please. <laughs> Jesus. One Halloween in 2014, one last stop in 1998. Oh, we were at the 2014. No, last stop when? 98. One time. <laughs> Never been, yeah. Uh, one can't stop and one come on, come on. Mm, one grave digger. One proudest monkey. That was in 2018. One stay or leave. One big eyed fish. One steady as we go. One digging a ditch. One break free. 2006. One seven. One shake me. One she. Mm. One stay or leave. One you and me. One loving wings. And one let you down. And that was 1997, the last time it was played full band. Bruce. Are you serious? I am serious. That would be something, wouldn't it? Uh, We need to get that info to Dave ASAP. Um, That would be something. Last time played full band. Yes. Let You Down was in Raleigh? Yes. Yes, it was. But Bruce, a few of these songs have been left out completely. Uh Raleigh has never gotten okay. Dreaming Tree. <laughs> okay. Sweet Up and Down, Shotgun, or obviously Spoon. Oh, my God. Hmm. Okay. Well, man, that's a, sh- that's, a sh- that's a crime. All, what, four of those songs you just mentioned? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that is a huge crime. Dreaming Tree, Spoon... I mean, shotgun, come on. Um, I know. And then sweet up and down. All of those except for Spoon have been played this tour too. Man, that's crazy. That is crazy. Yes. So I feel like based on those stats, we are due for something special. Yeah, I think we'll get some cool stuff. Generally... The band does bring it in North Carolina. I feel like that they do love that state. You know, it's pretty close to home. They're about to go on a break. You know, they've got the Virginia Beach show afterwards, obviously. Uh, but those stats are wild. I'm sure we could dig up stats for every venue and they'd be pretty wild. But I feel like, oh yeah, I mean, they play Ra- they've played Raleigh a lot. Um, yeah, and I just feel like, yeah, that's um, they've played Raleigh. I think you know, nearly 25 times probably, mm-hmm. and. It's time. It's, it's time to for some of those songs to pop up or to be played. Some of the ones that we love, um, obviously not the ones that we don't love. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think you said uh, 
got a lot of those. Yeah, they tickle my fancy Nolan. That, that was pretty cool. Thanks for doing all of that. You got that it. Was, uh, that was really, really fun and really cool and also sort of disheartening at the same time. I know. Um, hmm. But yeah, dude, we're just a few days away from from seeing the boys again. Uh, the last time of the summer tour, um, yeah. And after after Virginia Beach, Nolan, there's only thirteen shows, I think, for the summer tour. After that, so we're winding down here. We've got three this week, and then after that, only thirteen more. So sixteen more summer tour shows for the band. Uh, they get a month off. Who knows what will happen then? Maybe we'll uh, we'll discuss what may happen during the summer break there uh, when it does come. But, yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited to come up there, hang with you guys, and uh, see you and um, have uh, have a Gray Street Pod um, you know, show experience yet again. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be amazing. Always a great, great time. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Um Maybe on your way to the show, maybe while you're tailgating, maybe just on your morning drive. Um, But yeah, this is fun for us. Even more fun when we get to do it in person. So I can't wait for that on Friday and to see everybody's families. And uh, it's just going to be a great time as long as we do not melt. Oh, God. Yeah, it'll be so hot. And um, shout out to our boy BK and his wife, Claire. They'll be going to Virginia Beach and they'll be in the pit. So if you meet up with them, say hi for sure. Um, and yeah, Nolan, let's, let's wrap it up. Let's get on out of here. I'll see you on Friday. This will be awesome. Hopefully we'll see some of you all, uh, in the lots or in the venue and it'll be a great show regardless. Cheers, everybody. Um, follow us on socials. You know how to find us at gray street pod, all of that good stuff. We really appreciate it. Nolan, I'll see you on Friday and everybody else. We'll see you next time on the corner of gray street.
Hey music fans, we wanted to let you know about Music on the Mountain, a show that will feature Anders Osborne, Dogs in a Pile, and Saints and Liars. This show will be directly after the Divided Sky Foundation's fun run at 2 p.m. on Saturday, May 18th at the base of Akimo Mountain in Ludlow, Vermont. The show is presented by The Phoenix, a national nonprofit organization offering support to those in recovery and anyone impacted by substance use to celebrate recovery. If you're running in the Divided Sky Foundation's fund run, you'll be automatically registered for the show. It's a family-friendly event, and all proceeds from ticket sales and other donations benefit the Divided Sky Foundation. Visit Music on the Mountain, that's musiconthemtn.com, for more info and to get tickets. That's musiconthemtn.com. Hope you enjoy.